Welcome back to the Gods to Ghosts Volleyball Podcast and your host, Scott Bemke, for part four of our interview with Butch May. Before we get started with part four, if you're enjoying our content, please make sure to visit our website, which is GodsToGhosts.com. We also have a YouTube channel, which is Gods to Ghosts Volleyball. Let's pick up where we last left off with Butch in part three. Hey, uh, before we get started, Butch, do you want to talk a little bit or during the beginning here about the Butch Mays take on the Olympics for the beach for the men and women? You mean this year? Yeah, right now with what's going on. Uh, you know, people would ask me to see how things would go as far as uh, metal, metal placement. Well, let's hear it. I think only one team, uh, only uh, the women's team, indoor team, has a chance to medal. But now that they've got two um, injuries, minor injuries or major injuries, you know, one with a setter and one with uh, their best outside hitter. So who uh, is that? Jordan Poulter is the setter, and then uh, there's that, uh, and then there's the Jordan Thompson, who's the, uh, yeah. the who's having a coming out party at opposite. Yep, she's by far she was the hitter of the tournament. She was hitting six something, six hundred something is just absolutely tremendous. Uh, with Polder, um, two things happen. I, I I look at why did they sprain their ankles. With Thompson, she stepped on her middle blocker's foot. The middle blocker is just going up. She's just flying across. And when she lands, she has a to the, the pin. And she takes uh, a negative step. You know what that is? You step back before you go forward. And each time the foot landed on her on her foot. Uh, so that, that tells me that even though she's a middle blocker, she wasn't cued in, in doing things and finishing up properly. I mean, that's just for me, but uh, who knows? This is what happens during the middle of the game. Right. You know, um, sorry to see that. But uh, but Polder was the better setter. And unfortunately, they, uh, they don't go to the middle enough. You know, Don Shaw mentioned that when I talked to him as well. And uh, it's interesting how you sharp guys pick up on that stuff that us layman fans don't pick up on. Well, you're too busy watching the game. <laughs> yeah. But look, but look to see why the ball was put down. Look to see uh, if Italy was off or Russia was off uh, in their blocking. Um, and, and you can tell there's, there's a number of things. Uh, okay, this is just for me and nobody else. Their uh, net skills are of the best. When I say net skills, that means uh, finishing, uh, following the ball, closing, and coming off the net and being safe. So in other words, uh, you can only have a wild card in there that's just uh, acting like a buffoon. She's not a buffoon. 
She just doesn't know any better. Okay, that's the middle blocker. And when you come down, if they play it and track it one more time, you'll see how Thompson got hurt. Her foot went backwards, and you can't have that because your outside that pin is still coming down. You know, you're, you're going in there, and you got your back to her. Um, the outside pins are supposed to hold the middle blocker, and um, it happened twice. With Polder, it didn't look like it happened. But then when they replayed it really slow, it did happen. The same thing. She comes down, she turns her back to the pin because she's looking for the ball. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. And, and uh, uh, she almost did everything right. And I'm, I'm not picking on her. I'm just saying she didn't know anybody. Okay? And these are the habits. These are the things that coaches have to watch out for. Why? Because you can have one middle blocker that will spoil your whole day. Right. You wipe out the pins and the, anybody coming next to you. And, and, and if that happens, you don't mean it to happen. It's just because you don't know. You know? Yeah. I, I was glad that the American girls pulled it out against Italy. They did really well. Um, the girls from Greece, they're good. Uh, Russia, they're very good. And, and they're, not, they're pretty easy on the eyes, too, Butch, in case you haven't noticed. Well, you know something? Don <laughs> Fraser from Australia asked, uh, she was being interviewed while Carrie and Misty, uh, while Carrie and, uh, while Misty and Holly were playing. And uh, she said, Bush, can I ask you a question? And the reporter leans in. And the question was, isn't it appalling that these girls have to uh, belittle themselves in the bathing suits that they wear? Okay, now, I understand what she's coming from. You know, she, she's um, uh, a feminist to the end, and she's just trying to make sure that the, that the ladies get the, um, uh, 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 the proper fitting suits or the proper style, etc. Well, she goes, well, what do you think about that, like having your daughter out there playing like that? I said, okay, uh, for me, what are you looking at? Are you looking at the body and the way it's exposed? Or are you watching the athlete? I watch the athlete. I don't care about the, you know, how they land, whether it's a leg up, down, butt up, butt down. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching that. I'm watching somebody athletic. And um, that ended that uh, very purposeful short interview. <laughs> <laughs> so you shut him but down. That was in 2000. That was in 2000. So, uh, uh, I don't. Um, all the girls are good looking, and, and they're not heavy. They're not overly. Um, you know, they keep themselves fit, and they all deserve to be looked at and admired. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I know Rafaro. Uh, if I talk to him, I'm sure I know what he's looking at. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to worry about. Him. Yeah, yeah, Romano, he's never hidden what he was about. Um, so, yeah, these indoor uh, Russian women are not only amazingly talented, but uh, Don Shaw put up a p- funny post uh, about um, with that, that Robert Palmer song, uh, Simply Irresistible, and they have all those beautiful, like, European women in the background. And uh, <laughs> and I didn't get what he was talking about until I watched the Russians play, and then I totally got it. And I was like, leave it to Big Daddy to, to uh, find out uh, what was actually going on out there on the court, and I thank him. <laughs> well, 
amazing what a coach can do. They can not only watch the player, watch the play, uh, understand uh, where they stand with points, but they can also watch the athletes. You know, yeah. So Russia <laughs> looks really good on the women's side. The U.S. women look good. Uh, who else uh, you, you're the, thinking is good? Who's going to medal if you had to pick? The Brazilian women could medal, and uh, with the U.S. Uh, maybe getting a fourth. You know, a fourth would be a good finish. Yeah, well, I'm hoping better than that, but we'll see. Well, I haven't watched enough of the women's indoor teams to to know who's really dominant. Well, and, and, and then with the men's, uh, on the men's side, indoors, the uh, dominant team is, is Poland by far. You know, they have uh, Leon, which is, he's a spectacle. He's the uh, gentleman that defected from Cuba, got engaged to a Polish woman, and is now is a citizen there. And he's arguably the Polish. best player there, right? In the tournament? He's the best player. Yeah, he's probably the best hitter in the world. I heard that he, at 17, he was the captain on the uh, on the, the, the uh, Cuban uh, national team. That should say it all, considering the type yeah. of athletes we get out of that yeah. country. Uh, U.S. U.S. men's indoor team. What are your yeah, thoughts on what went wrong up. for them? Well, you know they 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 question a specific area um, with serving, serve, right? And uh, they have you know they they understand uh, the percentage of getting your serve in. If it's a good serve, you could uh, get the team out of system. But last night it was added uh, that there were snippets there where, um, that had mentioned their loss. And they said, well, you also make points with your block and your digging. Exactly, uh, exactly. And if you don't get the serve in, especially on yeah. game point, you can't get a block, you can't get a dig, yeah. and you can't get or a, a soft block where you get at least another shot at it. And, oh, it's well, driving people nuts. Ron Hagen was telling me, he goes, he was so funny to listen to. He goes, he watched them play against Russia and or against Brazil, and he said, "The first thing Bernie Holtzman taught me is on game point you get the serve in." <laughs> he was oh, yeah. livid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's uh, well they rely on Anderson a lot. They hardly hit the middle. Yep. Um, uh, the guys were doing pretty good. You, you have to put the ball down at the pins, or you have to make it tough enough that. Uh, the ball's not coming back. No, the pins, it, it was a tough four years for the United States. Yeah. Everybody got bigger. You know, the United States didn't have the biggest team. They had a big team, but not the biggest. Right. And uh, Mikey Christensen did the best he could. He distributed the ball. And, uh, you know, you always go to your hot hitter, right? Well, how many balls can Anderson put down from the right side? You know, he hits the right side well. And I, I, I felt for the team. It's just one of those things that we weren't strong enough. We had um, we had lost some of the muscle, maybe some of the uh, whatever it is. But in that and those things that were being just printed back about their loss, they said uh, digging and, and blocking. You know, we we were probably way lower than most of the teams as far as blocking and digging. You know, and and, and you can't have expect to have a good finish if you can't be in the mid percentile right you don't have to dig them all you don't have to block them all but you but you, you 
your team, your side, has to be good enough that the other side fears if I don't get it off this block, I'm going to get dug. Well, it didn't. <laughs> there was there wasn't much fear. You know, the Americans played well. They they, they played uh, to where I thought that was the best that they could play. Yeah. You know, yes. If, if um, you could teach players to be another air Shoji, you know what I mean? The LeBron, he's one of the best in the world. If you can teach the other five players to, to do the same thing that he does, it'll be a different team just on the uh, digging side. Yep. If you could teach them to um, uh, control a block, whether it's a, a soft block, a transition block, uh, and do it as well as uh, Poland, then you got a pretty good team. But Poland's got the hammers. I mean, right, they, you could set him a, a shanked pass and bump set it 20 feet off the net uh, within 10 feet of the net, and that guy can terminate. Oh, yeah. And, and what do you do? You still have to put up a block. If you don't have a block yet, you got to dig. Yep. You, you can't be in position, be a north-south digger. The play is so much faster and better. You know, So I, I didn't have expectations for the men's team. Really Do you think they really missed that Aaron Russell? I heard he was a really good player and he had the hip uh, injury. No, Russell was a good player, but uh, Russell um, wasn't going to be an overwhelming difference for me. Yeah. You know, he was a good player. They, they could have used uh, a, a DeFalco. Heck, you, you can't uh, parade around there like a hothead. You know what I mean? You have to hold your composure. Why? The Europeans love uh, guys like you. You know, you have to be composed. You have to keep everything inside. Uh, maybe that's uh, uh, a lot of that is stuff that he brought from uh, indoor um, lobby state. You can't do that. Yep. You know, you you hold your composure. Uh, either win or lose, and, and you fight to the end. But when your coach is talking and you're you're backing out of the huddle, or you no, and then. Uh, then we get to Kelly uh, Clay's and Sponsel on the beach. Clay started getting balls, dinking, trying to put it over on two with her knuckle and other stuff. Now she, she gets away with some dog shit, but uh, uh, those are free plays. Uh, as as the quality of team, uh, as the teams get better, they're expecting that. They're not going to get them all. Kelly's going to have it. But you, gotta, you have to trust somewhere in your plane. Uh, Sarah's fossil. Sarah's fossil put down a lot of balls. And she got dug. And she had balls come back on her. But the percentage of her digging and doing things, uh, you give her the ball and, and support her. Why? Because you're going to have your chances. Um, Kelly, for me, uh, this is personal opinion, was playing for Kelly. She's on an international floor where everybody's watching her. No, you don't do that. You know, that's. And, and uh, Sponsel plays, uh, Sarah plays the game right. She can't put it down. She's going to make it tough on you. You know, sometimes you're going to block her. Uh, everybody gets blocked. Everybody gets dug. You know? Well, except for, except for Vogie. But, yeah, go ahead. Vogie <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, absolutely expanded the international play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and he... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, look at Dawes and Lucina, right? They win the first one. They're okay in the second one. 
and then they decided that uh, Lucina decided that he did a few balls. He didn't have to. Just keep moving it around. Move it around, and then uh, if you jump up and you change your mind too late, uh, that guy, the left-hander, is too fast. <laughs> he put balls up and put balls down for Dahlhauser. Dahlhauser is reaching way over and way up. Nobody's going to hit over Dahlhauser. Not a German, not an Austrian, nobody from the Netherlands. They're not gonna or the over. Norwegians of Mole and Sora. Or the Norwegians, but they're going to hit right next to them, right? So why not? I mean, this is just for me again. And, and this goes the same thing indoors. If you're stressed out indoors and you have three players up there and you got six hands and they're stressed out, you're either going to wipe it off, hoping that you can hit maybe a, a goal post if the arms are too wide, or you hit off the hands and, and you direct it outside. Okay. Why not keep your hands bent a little bit? You go up. Then when you see where the ball is hit, then you intercept that angle. You understand? We had lots of balls indoors and outdoors for the men and women indoors and for the women and for the men and women outdoors. There, if, if I'm blocking the right side and you're a left side hitter, I'm bringing my right to my left. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. My right arm to my left. The ball and the ball's coming right off my forearms and it's going down the line or back to the same. No, the ball still has to travel to the net. You understand? I do. I mean, you're right, the ball's going that way. But you can intercept the call by intercepting the angle. And that's it. You aren't going to get every one of them. But you're certainly going to have a better percentage than, uh, uh, than Phil had. And, and the way these guys are hitting the ball today, they hit too hard. They hit really hard. What did you think, think of that Qatar team? They were pretty damn scary to me. They, uh, they made an adjustment, and they never gave up. They ran down some balls that uh, they were just as effective 15 feet off the net as they were 5 feet off the net. Yeah, they can really jump and are quick. They're quick. But if you take a look at their digs, you're blocking the left side, I'm blocking the right side. That ball's not taking off to my left or right. Some of them do. Their direction of after contact is always going between where you contacted the ball and where the blocker's coming off the net. Mole does it. Um, well, Netherlands do the same thing. It's better control. And how, how do you practice that? Right. You know, a lot of times, yeah, those guys are just one arm getting to the ball, motoring in the sand and getting it with one arm, and then the guy would yeah. set them, and they were hitting balls 10 feet off the net and just unloading. Yep. Yeah, no, the, the players go on. Of course, somebody had mentioned, oh, they're going to have to raise the net. Are you kidding me? It's perfect. People get to see what they want to see. They see great defense. Um, they see uh, excellent hitting. And all of this done by two people in a court that's just uh, 22 feet, six and a half inches shorter than the regular court. So if, if you can do that outdoors, right, you're blocking and being in position, why can't you do that indoors? Yep. So in your opinion, uh, let's start with the, the women's indoor. Let's just, who are going to be the 
three medalists, gold, silver, and bronze, and then uh, we'll go to the men and then go to the beach. Well, I, I won't name them in order, but I will name, I think, the top teams. I think, okay, the four top teams for me would be uh, Russia, Brazil, Italy uh, can make a comeback. They can do well. Italy and the Tur- I would have the United States fifth as opposed to fourth. Then maybe Turkey would finish ahead of them. Oh, Turkey! Turkey. Uh, forget about Turkey. Yeah. And I don't want you get. I don't want you to start thinking about Thanksgiving, buddy, and the turkey drop from WKRP no, in I'm, Cincinnati right. that Mike Moss turned me on to. I'm, but I'm eating the turkey all by myself. Twelve pounds yeah. turkey. I always picture you with a drumstick in your hand, so we're on the same page there, 4F. Well, everybody picks the other meats. I like dark meat because it's softer. <laughs> That's what rodeo riders do, you roughneck. Well, all, all I do is uh, rice and uh, mashed potatoes and gravy. That's all I need. <laughs> all right, men's indoor. Men's indoor, uh, Poland. Um, Japan would be fourth. You got uh, Brazil. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Italy too, right? Yeah, what Zaitsev? Gosh, that guy is a freak to watch. I've never seen anyone hit a ball harder or jump serve harder than Ivan Zaitsev. Well, uh, then you better take a look at uh, Leon from. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen him play yet, so I'm excited. But I was always I liked uh, Zaitsev. He's got some. Uh, he's got some pizzazz to him. And and Japan would be uh, probably fifth. Uh, the, that Nishida that hits uh, opposite at like six foot and with that left arm, he is, they had that epic match that was two and a half hours against the uh, Islamic Republic of Iran the other night that went. Oh, like, uh, uh, Iran's a very good team. I, I, I forgot about that. What about the Russian men's indoor team that um, Dmitry Volkov, I think, was a young kid very that good. plays for him. He uh, He's a detonating hitter. Oh, yeah. No, they they came well. Well, they're, they're good. So the United States men probably well, they're out. So. Yeah, Argentina got them, uh, and it was neat yeah. to see uh, Hugo Conte's son. I remember him from the '88 Olympics in Seoul when they had Raúl Quiroga, and that guy was unstoppable. But Conte was a good player, and um, his son's got a really live uh whip of an arm too which is is fun to watch i'm sure his dad it's a dream come true for him well uh, you might know a thing or two about that now here's what happens okay if you take a look their arm swings are pretty much the same the united states has there's something that uh, we're taught it's a different arm swing and we have to learn how to reach higher and finish the ball you know what i mean we um, sometimes Whenever a player settled for one swing, it doesn't work. We, volleyball not a, a one-arm swing game. You have to change things. and You have to do it. You have to recognize the set. What going with it immediately. The balls that you can hit down. That's what makes Leon so good. He jumps so high. <laughs> I watch him hit over some blocks. Even the guys in the back have their hands in front of their face. <laughs> All right, so the women on the beach now, Agatha and Duda lost uh, to a um, German team that played Kleinman and uh, Ross, and they lost to them tonight. Kleinman and Ross won 21-19, 21-19. Oh, good, good, Kate, uh, because Kleinman and Ross would be the only team that I would think would medal. Uh, 
because now they're in the uh, semifinals. Correct. Who knows? No, they don't. Get what teams. about the? And then we got the two Canadian teams that are really good. Well, uh, uh, Wilkinson and her partner aren't that good. But oh, that beat Sponsel and uh, Clays. Yeah, uh, Sponsel and Clays. Uh, Clays have taken care of her partner. Could have done better. Okay. Well, the Australian team is, is legit. But uh, I think Clayman and uh, Ross are playing better. All right, let's talk about the men's beach side then. Um, okay. Who's going to win it? Uh, who, who who are going to be our, the top three or four finishers there for F? Uh, uh, I'd go with uh, Norway first. And don't rule the Russians out. I think they're playing them again tomorrow that they lost to in the pool play. Yeah, uh, the Russians are good. Russians are very good. Got a good blocker, but uh, then when they go berserk, who knows? And what about uh, Sharif and Ahmed from... Uh, Oh, geez, I forgot about uh, guitar. Okay, now, um, who do they play next? Sharif and Ahmad play against um, Nikolai and Lupo, that really good Italian team oh. that won the bronze. Okay, they're, they're not good enough. Okay, I, I, I would put money on, uh, on guitar. This concludes part four of our multi-part interview with Butch May. Thanks for tuning in for it. Stay tuned for part five forthcoming. Mm-hmm.